You are listening to the Geeks Radio Internet Radio Network at geeksradio.com, home of Trek Off, the Not Safe for Work Star Trek podcast, Pop Off, where we geek out on comics, movies, and TV shows that are the superstars of geek culture, Podcast Who, the Doctor Who podcast with Phil Stamper, Ninjas vs. You, the official podcast of the Ninjas vs. Trilogy, and Garrett and RJ Go Hollywood, two regular guys trying to make it in Tinseltown. All of this is available for you for free by going to Geeks radio.com or searching geeks radio on itunes geeks radio is a presentation of Endlight entertainment warning the episode you're about to listen to has lots and lots of harsh language so listener discretion is advised it's time for trek off a two-handed kirk punch to your nuts Oh my gosh, welcome to Trek Off. <laughs> really? For real? Is it for real? This, we're back. Did it work? We're back. Yay! We are back. We are back and we are drinking a lot of alcohol. Well, at least uh, I am. Yeah, I'm, I've been okay, but you've had a day. Mm. But hey, first of all, um, we're back. Uh, and 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 we love you, despite our absence. So so you know what I want to call this? You know what I want to call this? Um, oh no. Uh, this is what I'm going to be calling <laughs> on all the shows. No, on all the shows I'm going to do this. Uh one because we just did the brand, uh, the rebranding to Geeks Radio from uh, from Ed Light Podcast, which is awesome. Um, Oot, by the way, uh, a while back, but then we did that for like two episodes, and then stopped recording and releasing any episodes of any kind because I which was, is all Justin's fault, by the way. Because I was if doing anyone, the movie. Because anyone's wondering. Uh, but um, <laughs> but so what I want to call that, I want to call that our hiatus, our hiatus, which would officially make this season two. Oh shit. Um, shit just got real. Shit just got real. <laughs> so, so like next, know what's wrong with me. like I'm next sorry. gen. Halfway through this, we're gonna have a writer strike. Wait, does that mean I get pr- I get replaced with Pulaski? This is bullshit. I call fucking shenanigans. No, you're really more the Riker. It means you grow a beard. Oh fuck! I gotta get on that. <laughs> Wait, can I grow it down? You know, does that count? What? <laughs> we'll, we'll ask Mr. A if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he says likes no. how I keep it clean. He says oh. no. All right, he says no. What if it's like well manicured, like his beard was? No. Wow. <laughs> Does that mean it has to like continually got, get fatter and thinner and fatter and thinner? <laughs> How does that even work? I don't know. Do I lose weight and gain weight in my vagina? Does that work out? You know, I've, know. Se- I've seen, you know, the, the guy doesn't look too bad now. Actually, I've been, I've, I, we'll talk about, I've, I have a whole bunch of track stuff to talk about, like stuff oh. that I've been listening to. Um, but, um, you've been busy. I want to, uh, and I, and I have something that blew my mind the other day, but first let's talk about, uh, what's been going on. I'm going to talk about what's going on with me really quick because I don't want to harp on it too much, but yes, we premiered Ninjas versus Monsters. Woo! Yes. It went really, really it well. It was kind of awesome and stuff. Yes. Uh, people love. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And I totally met Shmoo. Hi, Shmoo. Um, people love. It was cool. Uh, Alexia. Um, and we found out that Leanne is a, is a listener. So hi there. I know you're listening. Um, hi. And, uh, and things went really well. I'm not going to talk about it that much here because there's a whole other podcast devoted to that. Yeah. But so. in that podcast, what he doesn't tell you is that he was like on in the front of the thing this is after the movie's over and he's all like being asked questions it's like a whole Q&A yeah, I, it's like I a whole did. thing no, wait just, for it and he's and he's asked I just, a gem of a question by a person my question. that asked you where what you get your comedic inspiration and he proceeds to say he gets it from alcohol or some fucking fucking bullshit yeah. but but what he doesn't say is that one line in particular came directly okay, yeah. from me but yeah. he says nothing, nothing, no mention. Daniel Ross's character just says, just submits shit, just yeah, like that. He goes, I would like to submit. 
Yeah. He's like, may I submit? And then he says a litany of bad things. Yes. And, and, but he didn't give me credit. No, uh-uh. He gave it to alcohol. Well, I hope Jim Beam liked it. <laughs> or Pinnacle Whipped. Or, no, it wasn't Pinnacle Whipped. I think it was Jim Beam. Jameson's Irish. It was Jameson. No, it was Jameson. That's, it was this shit right here. Right there. Jameson Irish Whiskey. Well, Jameson, it's on, okay? Because that shit came from me. <laughs> All right. I'm really afraid that LXC isn't going to fight a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> I just might. I have drank a lot right now because I had kind of a day. What if, I had like a bad yeah, audition. Hear about that. I want to hear about that. And then I like talked to somebody who actually recognized me from the premiere, which was really yeah. cool. But then You're I famous. proceeded to like, yeah, I'm super famous. Oh, but then I proceeded to like talk to him about Star Trek. And like, lo and behold, his favorite Star Trek is Voyager. Oops. Um, yeah, so that like I feel like a complete bully talking about how awful Voyager is. And mind you, this is at an audition. So like there are other people who are like not even involved in this conversation. Here's me just like going off about some shit. I just left there and I was like, I just fucking I just shouldn't even talk. I shouldn't even be here right now. You guys are in for something, okay? Because I shouldn't be allowed to speak tonight. I don't okay? ever go but like you've recovered or Pinnacle has helped you. You're meditating. I mean, potentially. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see how, how the goes. night goes. But if, if tonight sucks, everyone I warned you. <laughs> I don't think that tonight sucks because I think that people have missed us, man. Um, it's been too long. It's been like a month since we've. I know. I'm one. like super sad about and it. I mean, that could be the recorded. alcohol talking, but I don't think it is. <laughs> yeah, but we're. I mean, but we're back. We're back in a big bad way. So I'm just going to pop right right in with something. That oh gosh, you know that so, was very sexual. What you just said. Really? Oh, oh, actually, can I just just oh, a little wait a minute, aside? Wait, can no, I just, just a okay, little aside right. because I was talking to a guy today. Oh boy. And this was actually a fun about Star Trek. No. Did I, did I already talk about this? No. No. <laughs> I don't know what I think. I would like to submit suck my fucking dick. Okay. So anyway, he was telling me about some indie movie that was like the the main character was a villain that was a penis. It was like a a claymation penis that like fucked people to death. And I thought that was amazing. I just wanted to share that with you (laughs) because of what you said. It made made me think of that. All right. So um, first of all, I want to know what's wrong with your sex life in that somebody saying I'm just going to pop in and out sounds really sensual to you. Note what it brought that's to mind not, was not. a killer penis that fucks people to death. <laughs> not some sensual, like, fucking lighting candles, romantic music, fucking, like, I interlude. mean, listen, listen, <laughs> if I light candles and put on romantic music and then I just pop in and out, we're breaking up. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's clearly fucked. That's what's happening. Um, so I was, I was stepping out of the shower the other day and I was listening to the Beastie Boys. And um, it occurred to me that... Uh, in the new Star Trek movie, which is in continuity, even though it destroys part of the... Co- we do it, blah, blah, blah. We've but, been through this. But in the new Star Trek movie, which is in the Star Trek continuity, um, he listens to Sabotage by the Beastie Boys as he's driving the car. Young, young, oh, yeah, yeah, young yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Except in the song Intergalactic by the Beastie Boys, uh, the Beastie Boys say like a pinch on the neck from Mr. Spock. Indeed they do. So if the Beastie Boys exist in Star Trek continuity... Huh. And Sabotage, I think, is on the same album as Intergalactic. I think. I think is it Intergalactic, planetary, planetary? Are, are, are they both on Ill Communication? Are they both? I think, I think is, uh, uh, come on over. Yes, the guy you can't hear is. Yeah. All right, just Dude, yell come it. Come on. I, just, I think Intergalactic came out later than Sabotage. I all could right. be wrong. No, I, I think you're right. I think he's right. I think I, I know License to Ill and 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 Ill Communication, and then I know To the Five Burrows, which is much later. Which, by the way. The first three lines in the in in to the five burrows is is all you trekkies. It's the first three lines in the album <laughs> to the five burrows. All you trekkies, the first three lines. So so if if he can listen to sabotage by the Beastie Boys in the mm-hmm. car, 
How did the Beastie Boys learn who Mr. Spock is? Because fucking Kirk and Spock are famous, motherfucker. Believe it. But they're famous in the past. Yeah. But they're famous in the future. Yeah, they learn about them in school because they're fucking badasses. No, dude. You, you don't understand what I'm saying. The Beastie Boys are from the 1990s. Oh, wait. You're right. Are from the 1990s. Which means Wait, that so they went back in time though, remember? That's they what totally I, did that. Yeah. <laughs> a I, couple of times. <laughs> either that or the Beastie Boys are time traveling aliens. <laughs> Wait, that, no, you had an idea, babe? Yeah. Hold on. All right, so we're working you this out. Hold on. How the question that you're trying to answer is how how, how can the Beastie Boys have known about Mr. Spock before he was born? song came out before spock went back in time um so it's from the previous before time. before which time spock went back in time the before the second time the alternate reality in which the new trek lives so it's from a shared huh. it's from a shared past. shared past um from before the from the before time no, it's, it it's, totally makes sense. Don't don't no, be like that. At some point, it's <laughs> don't don't join him in his hate. <laughs> at some point, uh, one of the Beastie Boys witnessed Mr. Spock Wait, no, do the what? Vulcan neck pinch. All right, they're rapping about uh, a child psychologist. Oh, <laughs> oh, because it's Doctor Spock. Oh. That's true. That could be. Um. Eh. Yeah, but does he pinch people in the neck regularly? You know, hey, that could be a therapy. You don't fucking know. It could be a metaphor. Um, they all say <laughs> it could be a metaphor. Metaphor they, for what? Um, the, uh, the the second line on to the five, five burrows after all you trekkies is all you Klingons in the fucking house. Um, <laughs> so again, the Beastie Boys know who Klingons are, and you have to they're ex- aliens. You yeah. have to accept that they're in the same continuity. The minute you put sabotage on, you have to go okay. In Star Trek's continuity, in this fictional continuity that is Star Trek, the Beastie Boys exist. We've established that the Beastie Boys exist. I mean, have we? They don't say it's the Beastie Boys. Do they um, say it's the Beastie I, Boys? Or this, you, hear, you just hear the song and you know if it's If you the hear Beastie the song. We know it's the Beastie Boys. But we don't. But it's not stated. So maybe we're meant to believe that it's somebody else. It's the Yeastie Boys. <laughs> I'm just saying. What are we eating? What are these? Swedish oh. fish. Um. Don't mind me while you I think it's more interesting to think of the Beastie Boys as time traveling aliens. I think they're time traveling. I think aliens. they're time traveling aliens. They, I think they're when crazy, they got to, musical, yeah, when sexy, they, beastie, time traveling. Yeah, they, they're, they're on the run from the temporal police. <laughs> yes, yes. They're after him for what the, he did to his daughter. <laughs> they did it like this. They did it like that. They did it with a <laughs> wiffle ball bat. <laughs> I'm on the run. The cops got my gun, and right about now, I'm about to have some fun. The King on the Rock, that is my name, and I know the fly spot where they got the champagne. We rode six hours till we hit the spot. The beat was bobbing, but the girlies was hot. They rode six hours till they. <laughs> wow. Yeah, sorry. Right. I mean, I got this thing in my mind. I want to tell you. you. Are an ass. <laughs> oh my gosh, you did that. <laughs> that just happened. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So great. That was so for me. Um, <laughs> what's your Trek news, man? What have you been doing Trek wise in the last two months? Um, oh shit. I've been doing a lot. Well, fuck. I didn't know it was a fucking. I didn't. I didn't know it was like a contest. You're rewatching Next Gen. I've been watching. Well, uh, he hasn't seen it. Okay. So I've been showing him the Next Gen, but then more recently we've been honestly watching Dark Shadows. <laughs> really, the original? Mm-hmm. Uh, my my mom dug that. I actually kind of dig it. It's it's funny. It's fun and interesting. And I kind of wish there was like a soap opera that like today would be like that. 
And she dug the movie actually. She so she saw the tra- really because I hated it. She saw the trailer for the movie and she was like, "Oh, this is gonna really be terrible." It really was. I thought she liked it. Really interesting. I just, I just, I thought it was too far on the sticky, like spoofy side. Yeah, like, they went too far with it, and I didn't care for it. And it was weird, and I wasn't feeling it. I listened to some really interesting shit about what it was originally going to be, which was going to be a drama, like a full-on drama. I would have loved that, and then, and because then, I like the sexy, romantic vampires. You then, know that. And then what happened, like interceding that essentially the, uh, it was True Blood that killed that. That it was True Blood, and it was Twilight, where basically when they started writing the the dark shadows remake which it took forever to write uh-huh. those things didn't like they weren't big they didn't exist right and especially true blood um and and once they got through the first draft and they found out that that like suddenly the vampire soap opera was there, been done. There, there not uh. only has been done but is in the process i mean the twilight the twilight saga is not done yet yeah but that's you know, but tr- true blood still it's not the same but it's the fact is you've got you, when they started, there was n- that was not a genre that was around. Yeah. And now you've got two active, successful genres. You are going to be immediately compared, either those, favorably yeah. or unfavorably to them. You're going to split your audience with them. They were like, well, we've got the rights. We only got so long before we got to do something. We have to do a different take. So there's the meta knowledge behind uh, the, behind the, where that well, came Well, it still from. disappoints me, though, because I was looking, because like, I watched, I never had seen, so I had never seen the original. Yeah. I had watched the revival like with Ben Cross, who is consequently who? Um, Ben Cross is Ben. It, he plays Spock's father in the in the recent movie. Oh, does he? He does. That's neat. Okay, it was awesome. Like, and I think that's even what got me thinking about it. Like, I think I saw. Like, I I, I realized that, and I was like, wait a minute, Mr. Ace, come over. Like, hot. he has something to say. What do you want to say? Oh, so I I would like to submit that. Oh, I, I don't. You're gonna let him? Oh, I'm allowed to submit. Shit. You're gonna let him? I can submit whatever the fuck I want. I'm so hurt. <laughs> I'm devastated. I mean, he now, is I my husband. Now, I didn't put husband. it in a movie in front of eventually thousands of people. So. Millions. Millions. I've got millions. <laughs> I've got millions. Um, I would, but I, I think, I don't think Dark Shadows would have even worked as a serious movie, even remotely serious. Really? Because I it, think it, it could have. No, it could have been sexy. Way, it could have been good. Even if you rewatch, even the revival... Like it's really hard to take the original seriously when watching. There's camera shadows. You see boom mics. You'll see other cameras in some of the shots. I know. It was shot, like, but it's so great. Studio. I liked all the but line flubs too. I, I, yeah, there's line flubs because they had a you know because it was a soap opera and low budget. Yeah, and they had to film it every day. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't get on this mic very often. So I know. I'm sorry. When I do. I'm sorry. Cool I'm sorry. Just, I'm know. sorry. Go ahead. So and, and and then the revival is like just heavy soap opera. Do you guys want me to leave? <laughs> I would like to submit Suck It. Please continue. So, it, it was very heavy, like melodramatic, and it, melodrama just isn't going to sell. It's there's it would have it would have absolutely but failed. But I feel like and they- and the other this True Blood, Twilight, etc. Those are all derivative. Like Dark Shadows is what they're all. I mean, they're all derivatives. Even even Interview with the Vampire, etc. Are all derivatives. I think I can't tell if our co-host the buzz. Has decided to come back because our. I hear mixed, some buzz. It's mixed so low. It's hard for us to hear right now. Why is everything so low volume? 
this week. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they could have, though, if they had, if they had taken some of the melodrama, like not had it up so high that they could have they could have done it. Nope. I do. I feel it. No, nope, absolutely not. It would not have been taken seriously. It would have been absolutely panned. And, and almost virtually no one would have liked it because True Blood has already done it better and Twilight exists. Yeah, notice so. how you don't say that's better well, because it was crap. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, the movie they made was also universally panned and nobody went to see it. That's what so. I'm saying. Like, I would have rather they had tried to capture the the actual flavor I, I think, I, I think and, I, and been panned than I, not. I would, I, I'm going to take the middle ground saying that I think that uh, that Mr. A is wrong and that they couldn't have done it well. I think they could have done it well by by updating the formula. Look at yeah. look, that it's like saying watching the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie and going, you'd never want to do that as a series. Yes, because I remember when that series came out, I thought but, that. I, but, I, I legitimately but, thought but, that. But but I will but I will say I will say I can I, I mean clearly a vampire melodrama can work. True Blood's pretty good and it's a vampire melodrama. It's not a melodrama. It's totally a melodrama. Oh it's totally a melodrama. It's absolutely a melodrama. It's totally Vampire Diary, and to a lot of people, they think that works. So but that that show doesn't work, though. So the truth, and you know it's what? And, and, and let's be clear: Buffy is a vampire melodrama a lot of a lot of the time. No, there's too much. What? Well, you, no, you know what? But melodrama. There's too much lightheartedness to it for it to be melodrama. Frankly, yeah, it does. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there's a lot of action, and in Dark Shadows, like this is what I thought was great. When you go back and you watch the original, like the original like soapy series or whatever, like I don't think we saw Barnabas. Like, I think we saw his hand by episode three. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, it just moves so... No, but, I know, but it's still like this, the, the pace. But but I do but I do want to say that I think he's correct that it couldn't have succeeded in that way. No. No, no. I think they could have... I think something between going as campy, spoofy as something they like, went... Something like Buffy might yeah. have worked. Something, something where it was serious... But it was. A but it had moments of lightheartedness. Yeah, something, I think that could have worked. Something that was more wry than spoofy. Yes. Yes. So different genres, but okay. So they did a remake of Starsky and Hutch uh, with Owen Wilson and uh, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. And then they did a remake of Miami Vice with Jamie Foxx and Colin Farrell. That was bad, though. Right. So. With Starsky and Hutch, they kind of did. That's pretty much what Dark Shadows did. They made it into a comedy. Because Starsky and Hutch, the TV show, was a serious cop drama. I mean, it was like an action yeah. cop drama with some of the, like some quips, but it wasn't like the zany screwball comedy that they made it into, with the with the film remake. Now Miami Vice was garbage action. I mean, it was just really bad, in my opinion, um, because they took the subject matter too seriously. Nobody's gonna take Crockett and Tub seriously in nineteen. 19- or 2005, whenever that movie came out. <laughs> but here's here's an interesting thing. Interesting thing about why I think they took it too, too seriously. Do you know who executive produced and created Miami Vice, no. the TV show? No. Michael Mann. Okay. Do you know who directed the movie? Michael Mann. Michael Mann. Okay. Who is, who, Michael Mann, who now who has now done Heat and is like he's a well known film director sure, now. Yeah, yeah. Um. So he, I think part of that was him to. I think that you could have a a buddy cop drama i think you yeah, actually could absolutely right? which is all you, in 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 miami about vice which is really i think basically my, the miami best movie bad was boys. a shitty movie was, here's the thing bad boys and bad boys 2 except for the fact that they're both black guys was miami vice bad boys 2 is a kick-ass fucking movie by the way absolutely it's ridiculous but it's awesome yeah. <laughs> don't shit on bad boys 2 no he's not i'm not shitting on those movies because they were original ideas and by the way they're both michael bay films 
So you know what? For those who can't, who there say, was a time when Michael Bay was fine. But 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 you know what? <laughs> Bad Boys Two was Michael Bay post Armageddon. Um, and for those of you who say that Michael Bay can't do anything, I say watch Bad Boys One, Bad Boys Two, and The Rock. Yes, The Rock is another great <laughs> film. Three great. But here's yep. the thing: in all three cases, they're executive produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. Who's, he needs who, Jerry Bruckheimer. Who might, who might be tempering what he does. So it's just a, an interesting point. All right, go on. So I, I think Miami Vice would have been all right if they had changed the characters' names and not made it a Miami Vice movie. They just m- made it a new property. But the fact that they were calling it Miami Vice, it, it, to me, it, it just made it, it – I couldn't take it seriously. Um. So I, I, you know, I think the dark, I think Dark Shadows would have run into some of that, and especially with all of the other vampire properties, and most people wouldn't even realize that this is based on. I mean, a lot of people didn't even realize that it was based on a previous soap opera or a previous, you know. But that's why yeah. I would have liked them to have done it a better treatment to it instead of just making it this farce, like because I think it would have gone better. I think what they did was the best thing that they could have done, and unfortunately, it still sucked. No. So maybe, so maybe Dark Shadows has to be one of those things that has to be relegated to the bins of history. Maybe it's a product of its time that can only be in its time. I guess maybe I don't know, but I thought you know I feel like there's a place for it because you have Ben Cross being like sexy vampire guy, but also angry vampire guy, right? And I think that's what's missing from like Twilight because that's junk. But like I'm just saying, like you have that. There's the soft side of him, so it's like a humanity to him, if you will, right? But it's at war with the fact that he's a fucking monster as well. well I like, so like, I liked I mean, that because it has a sort of classic I, Dracula feel to I it. I will say that if you got a really good screenwriter who is a fan of any property, I don't care what the property is, and a really good director, and they were like both fans of a really good property, then sure. I mean, there's you know there, there are a lot of people who thought who thought that the... Next generation era of Star Trek shows were bunk. I'm not one of them. I love them. They're awesome. But, but there are a lot of people who felt like, oh, they were, you know. And the Onion does a great, uh, the the Onion does a a great uh, sort of vicious commentary on really? what it became, where where it showed Star Trek fans who were really angry at the new Star Trek film going. What? They're not sitting around an elongated table pointlessly discussing the, the intricacies <laughs> of interstellar politics for 20 minutes? Um, um, nice. Uh, there are a lot of people who that's what they thought of, you know, and, and, and so you had, you know, the, the people who made the remake, they were willing to make it something different, whether or not we as fans like whether or not the different thing, but, but I think that you can take anything and remold it and reshape it and turn it into something that maybe. If there's love that crafts yeah. it, I think so too. But in this case, I think that it, in this case, either way, it's, it's this case. It was not love. It was money. Yes, it was, it was. It was trying to cash in on a property. And that's yeah. the problem. And that's why I'm so glad that's not what they did with Star Trek, because I was afraid. I was like, OK, this can go one of two ways. Either, you know, in one scenario, Star Trek lives on because they exemplify all that was good. They take it to the next level. They bring it forward for new audiences to enjoy and love or. They're just trying to cash in on the fact that Star Trek is a property, and they fucking screw the pooch. Well, and they didn't do the second thing. Yeah, they did. What? And we can debate. You know, I love the new Star Trek movie. I got to say, I don't come back to it as much as I did when, like, in the first couple of years. Yeah, I was. I mean, I, there, I've I've calmed down a little bit because I was so excited, and yeah. it was so good and to it was have good. again. It's you a, know, the, you know what? The the new Star Trek movie is a wonderful first viewing experience, and it's an incredible two two viewing experience. But the problem, I guess, the one problem I have with the new Star Trek is. Wonderful episodes like the Inner Light. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it could happen in this in this Star Trek, like 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 things where the introspection 
There's there's too much. There's too much action. There's too much running down the hallway. Yeah. There's uh, everybody shouting. But that doesn't mean they couldn't. That doesn't mean that that's not there. Like, because I'd like to see them do that. Because especially like sometimes shit is hectic, and sometimes shit is more introspective and it's political. And I'd like to see both sides. I'd yeah, like to I, see them do that. I feel like the tonal shift in in the new Star Trek would be too. It would be too jarring, and it's not really JJ's way. You also have to keep in mind that what we're seeing in the new Star Trek is the original series timeline time frame right so things were a little bit more volatile yeah it's i mean next gen is 200 years later yeah but the original series still had you know still had things like like city on the edge edge of forever they still Mm -hmm. had time they still had some yeah they still had some really introspective now 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 now, kind of now now i will i will say this i will say that that if they do a spinoff that goes to series and I, i keep hearing that there's there's talk about really about a new trek series um and i'll say if you were to take the current level of action, 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 and turn that it won't into work a, series, in a series, wouldn't it? Because that could be Battlestar. <coughs> but Battlestar was Battlestar. Battlestar was Battlestar, but you know what? It was action, 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 tons of action. But it wasn't and just tons of action. That's the thing, though. If Battlestar were a movie, the movie would have been tons and tons and tons of action. You bring that to series, and you can have a couple Some of that of, other stuff. Yeah, and I think that if it were to go to series, I think that the new energy of Star Trek could translate into something like a Battlestar, which could actually end up making it maybe the best series ever. I'd love to see the, like... I mean, I'd be interested to watch it, obviously. Uh, inter- look, uh, you know you know how I you know how I shit on Enterprise a little bit? I do. Yeah. I, w- I was part of the letter writing campaign to keep it on the air. I mean, let me, let, let me be clear about how much I love Star Trek. <laughs> All right. I was watching what I knew at the time, in my opinion, was the most inferior of the Star Treks. <laughs> Didn't and matter. still, it was Star Trek. Don't take it away. Yes, please, God, don't. It's Can Star I tell Trek. you? Actually, so a friend of mine gave me a gift, and it was a great gift. Herpes. A hairpiece? <laughs> Go on. I would like to submit my foot in your fucking face. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, so I no, she she came by and she brought me this big box of um of Star Trek cards. Ooh. There, so there was a game that was that was similar to Magic. All right, um, which I never actually played. Um, well, I have some of these. I didn't yeah. even know this existed though, and so I have a whole box now. And I was looking through them. Yeah, I got them. And too. it we was play. and it was so fucking cool, dude. It was so exciting. Like I found a card that was like, uh, what did it say? It was like you, Shaka when, when the walls fell. It was like you can't communicate with the alien species like it was and what's cool about the game though is that um i did a little research on it to figure out because like she didn't know the rules or anything like she just got a bunch of cards from somebody who was like gonna throw them away could uh-huh. you fucking believe that there probably were some um but so looking through them basically the the game what i think is cool about it is that the premise of the game is that you go on a mission you go on a mission and i go on a mission we're playing against each other so to speak like it's not like magic we're not fighting each other like you go on a mission and i go on a mission but then i play cards to like make your mission more difficult right so like that's the and it's like think about it like that's kind of an episode of star trek like if shit went smoothly we wouldn't be watching like there wouldn't be anything to see like i do love that though that uh, as opposed to magic we're not trying to kill each other we're just kind of being dicks (laughs) (laughs) no we're just injecting a little realism (laughs) like oh that's not gonna go smoothly you're not gonna just talk to those people you guys can't communicate (laughs) yeah but we're deciding that that happens you're right yeah (laughs) hey i'm trying to bring peace thank you (laughs) Fuck you. <laughs> no peace for you. No peace for you. Somebody fights and, and now it's bad. I have been 
I have been um, also having a really interesting Star Trek month. Uh, I um, oh, fucking buzz. buzz. Welcome back, our fourth our fourth host. <laughs> Hello, to, the buzz. Wait, um, can the buzz get a better name? Um, buzz. Buzz, just buzz, really? That's buzz. the best we got. Um. So do we hate Buzz? Are we going to be angry at Buzz? Or a- every time Buzz shows every up, Buzz, Buzz needs to go fucking away. Buzz. Um, so, uh, so a couple things. One, I've been, um, of course, listening to uh, Jr. Uh, Jr. watches Star Trek for the first time. Another podcast that we love, um, yep. that we've been on. Uh, but they're, I've been sort of watching DS Nine along with them again. Uh, and so they just they just started up, um, or they're like halfway through the sixth season. And boy, oh boy, do they not really like Cisco very much. Um, I mean, he's he's kind of my least favorite. They go, they they kind of go. They they're they're like they're like there's too much Cisco going crazy. He does. They're, they're, they're like he they're like there are a bunch man. of a bunch of episodes where they're just writing for him to go crazy. <laughs> like he's digging in the sand. He thinks he's a writer. He's wor- he, He's he's obsessed with you know with. And you gotta wonder, like, were the writers like this dude's fucking kind of office? Yeah, I, so that, like, let's they, let's use that. They posti- <laughs> they postulated that, but then there are episodes where when they write him to do it straight, he does it great. Like, no, he like, does. But I'm like, what happened to Cisco from the last episode where he was digging in the sand? You know, <laughs> um, he just kind of disappeared. Uh, so I've been doing that, and that's fun. Um, the other thing I've been doing is uh, is uh, I am a podcast listener, so I b- decided to become a podcaster. And uh, I've been listening to a podcast I just discovered called The Nerdist Ooh, I uh, like podcast. The, I like the um, name. <laughs> and they have a fucking buzz they don't have a buzz i bet they don't, they don't have, have a, a fucking no buzz. they don't have a buzz because uh, we're really professional um <laughs> <laughs> uh but they have a series of great we're gonna lose all our listeners because they're all gonna go over to the nerdist after i say this you better fucking come back um but they have a uh i just yelled at the listeners you did really i would <laughs> like to submit that i had nothing to do with I'm any really of sorry this. listeners um <laughs> but uh they they have a series of interviews with um Patrick Stewart and Michael, Holy fucking and shit. Michael Dorn and Brent Spiner, like separate ones. How do we get those? Get on that shit. Um, well, b- because they're in Hollywood and they're like, like we could totally go and, there or whatever. Uh, yeah, but they know people, and I, I only know like you know people. I know one guy. So you, so seriously, get on it. And you, like, I one guy, and it's from your least favorite show. So, like, I got that connection. So. Um, but but maybe I'll, I I floated out that maybe we can interview him sometime. I'm just so, saying. So we'll go. Hey, you were on Voyager for two episodes. What, what was that like? What was that um, like? I'm uh, just saying. I have another guy. There's a guy locally who is uh, who worked on Star Trek quite a bit actually, named Michael Mack, uh, who was um, the first. Uh, he was the first Black Romulan. Ooh. Um, and he helped to write for the show. He's in Generations. Holy shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. We should talk to that dude. Um, hard to get though. I mean, the, the man's a very successful actor and acting teacher. So he's. Hard to get sometimes. Um, I mean, I get that he's busy. I'm he's just saying. Like, just be like, yo, like, what's up? And he, I don't know if he'd even remember me. I like took his class like seven or eight years ago. So wow. Like he'd probably be like, uh, dude, I don't know you. Uh, dude, I don't know you. <laughs> like, like you took my class for four weeks eight years ago. <laughs> like I don't know you, man. Yeah. I don't know you like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, you look familiar. <laughs> no, I won't come to your house. <laughs> no, I will not come to your house. Come to your basement. And, and <laughs> And hang out with you Get with some my, strange chick. And on talk my. about Star Trek. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> I, Mr. Mac, would you come to my basement? We met we met eight years ago in your acting <laughs> class. Will you come to my basement and talk about Star Trek with me for a while? Um, so I've been listening to that, and it's just really interesting. Um, listening to it. Michael Dorn's especially was interesting, because that guy evidently is the richest person of all of Star Trek. Really? Because um, evidently they paid him mad money to come on DS9. 
Really? Um, and so he also has been on more hours of Star Trek than anyone else. Shut the fuck up. Because he did all seven seasons of Next Gen, uh-huh. all the Next Gen movies, uh-huh. and three seasons of DS9. Wow. <clears throat> so we're talking 10 seasons of TV and four movies. That's freaking awesome, um, though. And Worf, is, Worf tends to feature you know, pretty prominently in all of them. Yeah. So, so yeah. So he was talking about he, how his, uh, his hobby is flying fighter jets. Oh, that's a great hobby. Yeah. I mean, he's. I he's, would totally fly the fuck out of a fighter jet, can I just say? But I've been listening <laughs> to all of those, listening to Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton's got. The, his appearance is amazing. Yeah. He's just, he's just a really, really cool guy. He seems like a, that's the sort of dude you just want to be like friends with or whatever. Like, like he's my kind of dude. Yeah. Um, and so, and so, uh, listening to him, Brent Spiner seemed very Brent Spinery. Um, I liked him better <laughs> after listening because I, you know, I'm not a Brent Spiner fan. I know. Because when I met him, I felt like he was kind of a douche. And, and it's hard to forget that stuff. And the more I rewatch Next Gen, the less I like Data. Um, really? As a result of that? You know, it's so interesting. When I was a teenager, not as a result of that, but as a result of I don't think that Data's as good as I used to think he was. When I was a teenager, I thought Data was the best and I thought that Jordy was the most boring. And now when I rewatch Next Gen, I'm like, oh, Jordy's kind of a regular guy, actually. I kind of dig Jordy's. Like, like, like I, the, the, the more grown-up Everyman episodes, you know, I find much more fascinating than the, you know, Data takes over the ship again. Episode, you know, it's. But I mean, but what about the episodes where Data is exploring humanity? Like. Yeah, those, there are episodes. I mean, clearly they don't really, a lot of them don't work well without yeah. Jordy. But like, that being said. I think it's interesting. Well, I, 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 the thing is, is, is I, I guess the depths of the performances, um, you know, data sometimes, I think Spiner does a really good job sometimes, like a really, really good job sometimes. But I think that sometimes, especially when he's being anybody except data, um, like when he's being lore or when he's being, being Dr. Soong, uh-huh. it's like, oh, that's just Brent Spiner. Like they, they all sound like Brent Spiner. Um, and, and this, I'm hearing this from several people at this point. This idea of actors just no, no, sounding like themselves. Or what does the that thing. even mean? Patrick Stewart, his voice never sounds like not Patrick Stewart. But right. I, I absolutely believe him as Picard. Um, okay. The, it seems like, I don't know. It's, when I was a kid, Data was my favorite. It was it was absolutely my favorite. I they, still love Data. Um, I, don't, I don't hate Data. It's just that maybe I'm starting to appreciate the real lifeness of some of the other characters more than I did. So I'll skip data. Like I'll, I will never watch a fistful of datas again. I will never watch that episode again. I have no desire. And at the time when it came out, I was like, can't you see he can do anything. He's amazing. <laughs> the greatest thing. He can play 17 characters in that episode. No, he puts on 17 funny voices. Hi there. My name is, you know, that like, like I'm doing the Southern. Oh gosh, dad, I'm doing the scared guy. You know, and like, it seemed so theatrical and not that real. And even when he does Brothers, which at the time I was like, he's so good as Dr. Soong and so good as, as Lore. And he's all three characters. And now when I see Dr. Soong, hello, Data. Oh, good. you know, it seems, it seems like like he's doing the I'm the smart old man voice, you know, and it, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't fly. It, it doesn't compare as well as it originally did for me. Like like huh. like next to Patrick Stewart. I used to go they like Brent Spiner and Patrick Stewart are actors of the same caliber. I used to think that. I don't think that anymore. Really? Yeah, it's not. And I'm not saying he's a shitty actor at all. He's no, he's not. He's a he's he's a he's a very good actor working in very difficult circumstances. Um, but I because I always thought he had a, a hell of a gift for, uh, you know, relaying emotion data. without being emotion. As data, whenever he's data, just 
data. Yeah. Um, I dig him. He's brilliant. But childlike data. It's it's is so and he's so unlike Spider. Like his voice is different. The the way he carries himself is different. The data, uh, Spiner, and you, when you listen to him talk, he talks like Doctor Sue. He okay. talks like he's 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 kind of got that smarmy little thing going, you know, like that. So data data is absolutely an affectation for him. It's totally opposite of him, huh? And okay. he does it so well. <coughs> but um, I, I I find myself more attracted now to. Like I like later Worf better than early, you know, earlier Gruff Worf. I like DS Nine Worf so much better. Where he's, he's, you know, everything is much more. I like the. I, like I mean, he's he's funny. I like no. I like and the, interesting. I like is, the muted performances more. I guess. But I guess I'm you're saying. saying you like the nuanced. Yeah, I like the nuanced, more muted performances. Time goes on, and and Spiner gives some. And Measure of a Man, he gives an amazing nuanced performance. You know, that in some of the first four seasons, he gives amazing nuanced performances. Um, by the time he's you know, singing Irving Berlin, not as much. Huh. Um, so uh, there's that. But I but I did the podcast did make me like him more. It made me like Michael Dorn a heck of a lot. Um, I feel like that dude's a cool dude. Um, he sounds like a cool dude. Um, Patrick Stewart is really funny. Uh, um, they got um, LeVar Burton on. Talk- I feel like I wouldn't even like if I was like faced with Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Like. The guy starts geeking out. No, they. I they, just feel like I wouldn't even like I wouldn't even know how to behave anymore. They do. do start you know what I mean? Out. I think that Patrick Stewart's good at disarming people, though. Yeah. I think Patrick Stewart is so used to people being like, oh, oh that he's really good at going. Patrick, oh, yeah, I, 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 I know, think just, that I think that he's good now at at like making people feel at home. And it's so weird because it's like I'm an actor, so like I, I have ha- sort of a like a perspective of like yeah. he's just a person, and like I intellectually understand that, and even emotionally understand that. Oh. But like Patrick Stewart is so talented that. Like that, like blindsides yeah. me, you know. Where well, I'm just okay, like, so but I mean that's but he is just a guy. I mean, that, I mean, look, he is. I mean, I'm clear. I know. Right, that. So it's 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 Monday night right now, right? It's Monday night that we're recording is, this. Right? Is, yeah. All right. So okay. it's Monday night if at 11:46. I would say this. 24 hours ago, I was a rock star. I was Justin was a rock star. <laughs> I was in a room where I was a rock star 24 hours ago. Yeah. And today, I'm just me. Now, most of the time, I'm just me. Patrick Stewart has the inverted version. Yeah, of Yeah, like mostly he's Patrick yeah, Stewart. He's, he's, he's a rock star most of the yeah. time. And, and there's uh, probably some moments when he's at home alone. Well, he has to Patrick escape Stewart. to go be Patrick Stewart. So that's like, I'm sure he's got to learn to to just, you know, bring people down and go, hey, so like, I think let's he, just talk. I think yeah. it's a skill that he probably would have to develop to survive because otherwise he would like always be, be like he'd, other. Be, he'd become Michael Jackson. Like, yeah. <laughs> um so so it's it's really cool it's really the the nerdist has really made me feel like i know these guys better than i did they had lots of funny stories about how um how hard it was to shoot the show and how they were like like how they were doing like 12 hour days 16 like six days a week sometimes 16 hour days yeah overnight uh that at one point um that when he was supposed to be talking to a view screen and the view screen of course is a tennis ball and he's looking at the tennis ball that he fell asleep in the middle of his take. Oh my god! Um, and that that at one point uh, in the in the first season when Jordy was on the bridge, Jordy fell asleep but had the visor on, so they just shot around him. <laughs> 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 um, 
hey, you yeah. know, the shit works. Um, really cool. So, um, so I recommend the Nerdist podcast uh, only when we are in between episodes. Um, but listen to us first because we're better. Um, <laughs> just because they have actual stars and production quality. <laughs> What's that? Um, uh, and so that and that and the rewatch of DS Nine. Um, and I, I know it, it sounds like it's not much, but I've been like going to bed like every other night, you know, you know, falling asleep to listening to. I these do guys. enjoy going to sleep, like like having just watched a bunch of Star Trek and then going to sleep. I feel I don't know, like I feel like I sleep better. <laughs> like I don't know if that makes any sense, but I just feel like I have nicer dreams and I sleep I, better and you I'm happy. It's so funny that you're going back to next gen. I still can't really go back to it. Like really? I watch it and there's maybe it's because I've seen it so much. Yeah. Like I Well there, but see the thing is there are certain episodes that I've seen so much. I've seen the entire but show. But I haven't seen the entirety of the show so much. Like, it usually takes me, in showing it to, to Mr. A, it takes me like, I don't know, a couple a couple minutes sometimes to realize which episode it is. And then you go, oh, this is that one. This is going to be great. Like, you know, or to be like, oh, this is that one. The one I've <laughs> seen, or, so the episode of Next Gen I've seen the least amount of times is the one where future Alexander comes uh, in season seven, comes to to meet Child Alexander. See, I don't even remember that. Which, uh, by the way, which completely negates anything that happens in DS Nine with Alexander, who inexplicably ages ten years. But um, <laughs> by the by, um, in case you were wondering, yeah. But um, but that episode I've seen only four times, like ever. But that's that's the least amount of times I've seen an episode. Wow. Okay. If you go to the Inner Light. Which can still get me. I've seen it 30, 40 times. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a lot of times. So, I, I mean, I don't keep count or whatever, but like there's certain episodes that I feel like cropped up yeah. more on, in syndication. You see, once, so, like, I had you, the DVD, flipping channels, once I had the DVDs, I just watched them and then rewatched them. Oh, see, because I don't have all of them. So um, I haven't had that luxury. And now that they're on Netflix. Now I'm, that they're on Netflix, though, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, that's why I'm like, hey, guess what I can do? <laughs> so, I, yeah, it's, it's, so when I go back to watch, I, I'll go, I'll go and I'll, I'll, tr- I'll click on next gen and go, okay, <laughs> oh, which one am I going to watch? And I can't find an episode I want to watch. I'll go. Scro- Are you kidding me? I'll scroll through and I'll go because it, you know, Netflix. Just do it like random. Like, don't even fucking pick. Just like, boom, and be on an episode. Um, I like being surprised. I can't, I can't though because I'll go. I'll go through and you know, Netflix gives you an, a, an idea of which episodes you've watched, mm-hmm. and I go through. I've watched all of them. No, I know, but I like. I like being surprised. Like, oh, which episode will this be? See, like, and just like picking one. See, I want to pick one, and and when I try, I'm like. Oh, I feel like I've seen that. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen, I've that. seen like, that a lot. That, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like you, you, I feel like when you think about it, you can have that mentality. You can be like, well, I've seen that oh, one that's a bunch. Why it's I've easier. seen that one a bunch. That's why but like, if you just me. like close your eyes and you just like, and then like, like hit a button. It's probably and then, like, why all I, of a sudden, it's probably why I rewatched net. Cause I, I'm, I'm in, in the last two years, my third rewatch of DS nine. But the thing about DS nine is it's serialized. It's one big story. Yeah. So so when I start, I, I can stop watching DS9 for a few months, but if I start, I just got to watch the next one and the next one and, the next, and watch the story evolve, especially starting uh, with when Worf shows up and it's just like one episode leads into the next and you're kind of like, and then when I get to the end of an arc, like I'll get to, um, you know, where the Dominion takes over the station and then they're there for like those. I love that, that series of episodes where the Dominion have taken over mm-hmm. that ends with Zial's death. Um 
Uh, and right after that is the one where Worf and Dax get married. And I kind of never watched that episode because I'm like, I feel like, the, oh, the story ended. So I can kind of stop at the end of an arc. Yeah. It's um, like a pause place. Yeah. Like, because uh, I found when I was watching, when I was going through the watch through of, of DS9, I definitely felt that way. Like when I would finish like a little arc, I would like purposefully be like, okay, hold on, just just like take a second because like yeah. I would like not sleep because I would just be like because unlike you I didn't have like like a, a specific you know day job or something that I always had to go to so like I would just be like I, mean, I, could, just watch I could watch another one like and yeah. then like here's me sleepless like well, we, I, I always <laughs> watch them during the day while I'm taking care of the baby so like like when I'm taking but I didn't know I didn't know the arcs yeah like you know what, what you're getting into like you know how many episodes it takes that kind of thing like I didn't have any of that foreknowledge so like oh if, if it was like if there wasn't like a oh little god bit of the a bow, first, if, like I would just be like I need to know what happens next no go and like sometimes I would fall asleep in the yeah. middle of it because I would be so tired but I wanted to know what happened yeah, next. The, the DS9 certainly dra- I mean it's and that's the kind of TV I like it's like after DS9 you know I like Buffy, Angel, Lost. You know, I, I like I like these these shows. You know, I watched the first season of Alias, and then the end of the first season of Alias lost me. Um, but you know, and even now Torchwood that I'm watching now, it's like just like I like episodes that make you go, I got, I just need to. I then just why don't you wa- then why don't you watch Once Upon a Time? Um, is it good? It's fantastic. Um, because I'm not done with Torchwood, but because it makes it does that. Like it's uh, like, one, I'm not done with Torchwood, next. and two, they just released season two of Walking Dead on on Netflix. So I gotta. I haven't watched any Walking Dead yet. Walking Dead is great. I know it is. I haven't seen season but two, but I don't well, have season TV, one so is awesome. Season I don't. I just haven't even like. You have Netflix. Breached that. Yet. Two seasons are on. But Netflix. I. But then what happens after that? You have to wait. Exactly, and I hate waiting. I'm okay with it between seasons. I hate. I'm. A, I'm, a, I'm okay with it. it. Makes me um, crazy. I. I but I bugged out on Dexter. I loved when Dexter used to be on Netflix because, you know, but I bugged out on that. I stopped watching. I, like, I had Showtime for a little while so I could watch Dexter. But then after there was a season of Dexter where I feel like the show went off the rails. My understanding is the show got better. But I, I like when it went. I, sometimes when a show goes off the rails, even if I hear it went better, you Get know, get back. I've like I, hard for me to get motivated, you know. Yeah. Because um, now you've got to like taste you know, a vibe, a feel, and you're like, yeah. I'm just not feeling it. Anymore. Well, and I think that because of Netflix and stuff, you know, back when they first released shows on on DVD, you know, like 24 went off the rails a few times when I was watching it. <laughs> um, I'm not surprised. And and but then sometimes it would be really, 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 really good. Um, and uh, my understanding is this: the uh, the season that was in DC. My understanding is it's an incredible season, but I left the show when it went off the rails. And now that there's Netflix, the problem is, is that I may never return to Dexter. I may never watch Once Upon a Time because there are a thousand shows I want to get to now. Yeah, there's and so they're, they're many. And they're all available to me. Yeah. Like Mad Men. I, my understanding is that I need to watch Mad Men. That, that's the greatest show like ever. I've heard really good things about it. You know, my, my understanding is that the greatest show ever for me would be um, Big Bang Theory. That's what I hear. People tell me that all the time, and I've seen I'm, like a couple of random episodes. I mean, for goodness' here sake, for goodness' sake, the 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 theme song is from Bare Naked Ladies. I mean, really, like I'm a, the biggest Bare Naked Ladies fan you're ever going to meet. Really, I've seen them in concert eleven times. Holy shit, dude! Yeah, that's like a lot. I stuff. was a fan of Bare Naked Ladies before they had a song on the radio. I don't radio. think I like Bare Naked Ladies. I think you would if you listened to them. I've listened to them. I feel like I had like some random There's CD. Like. There's one song you don't. 
I do like. Is that bare yeah. naked ladies? I do like the real. The yeah. The, uh, if I had a but not dollars. a real green dress. That's cruel. Yeah. No. Uh, I do like that song, but that's the great. Only so one. between episodes, we often have about twenty minutes of music listening. I think I know what we're about to listen oh, to. Oh no. Um, I will what change. I, I will change your mind. Oh, I will change your mind. We'll see. I will change your mind. Trust we'll me. See. Trust me. I will break your heart with some of their songs. Break my heart. That's a hell yeah, of a they, thing. They don't. They don't just do funny songs. They do a bunch of funny songs, but they don't just do funny songs. Hmm. Um. They're radio songs. They're poppy songs. A lot of people don't like. And I'm like, those aren't the ones you should listen to. Those aren't the good ones. Except, But that's look, usually the kind of shit I like. But One Week but one week is a great song. I mean, it's a great no, song. No, I fucking hate that song. Why? Because it was overplayed? Maybe. I don't know. That's the thing, I don't I, like it. People don't, don't like it. Don't like it the, I don't like it. It's, it makes bad juju feelings happen. I don't like it. Really? Did like? Does it associate it with a bad memory? I don't know. How could that, how that, how could that song inspire any feelings of any kind? It just does. It's a fun song, but it like it 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 doesn't it doesn't have any emotion in it. It's just fun. So in their concerts, they kind of do that at the end of their concerts is they do improvisational like like rap kind of in their concert. And it's always funny. Um and and then they go into a medley of other people's songs, including sometimes um My Heart Will Go On (laughs) and and uh Memory. Um and uh two turntables and a microphone. And, and they do it, they'll do it in one 10 minute medley where they just jump from song to song to song to song. Um, wow. uh, and it's usually like it's like they're, they'll do top 40 songs. They'll do like like it's it, it's it's fun. So they wanted to write a song that was like that, which is what one week was. It was like just a taste of kind of the funny shit that they do in their concerts. Um, but most of their music. No, is very different than that. I'm going to I'm going to show you. I'm going to I'm going to play you four songs. Okay. But between podcasts, we'll see. we always do this, right? It, it's kind of a thing now, isn't it? That we listen to music in between. Well, I mean, we do something, but a lot yeah. of times we watch like, I mean, up until now, we've been watching scenes from, from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like random stuff. And I have a couple things to show you on YouTube too, which is kind of fun. Yes. Yeah, usually have things you were supposed to blow my mind at some point, but that never happened. That, no, that was, no, it was blowing your mind with the, the Beastie Boys thing. That was like, like oh, go, going, that like, was supposed to blow my mind. My, I, 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 oh, I kid you sorry. not. I couldn't function for like an hour because <laughs> I was sitting down <laughs> going, but if, but if they, what if, but what if, it? how could that be? Wait, huh? you know, Wait. and then it occurred to me uh. that I'm a nerd. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it took you a whole hour to, to realize that. Yeah, okay. Kelly's yelling, get dressed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had just stepped out of the shower, as I said. Um, uh, okay, that's it. My name, <laughs> this is Trek Off. I'm sorry that that blew your mind. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Justin. <laughs> My name's Alex. Trek Off. Trek Off, You are listening to the Geeks Radio Internet Radio Network at geeksradio.com, home of Trek Off, the Not Safe for Work Star Trek podcast, Pop Off, where we geek out on comics, movies, and TV shows that are the superstars of geek culture, Podcast Who, the Doctor Who podcast with Phil Stamper, Ninjas vs. You, the official podcast of the Ninjas vs. Trilogy, and Garrett and RJ Go Hollywood, two regular guys trying to make it in Tinseltown. All of this is available for you for free by going to Geeks Radio radio.com or searching geeks radio on itunes geeks radio is a presentation of endlight entertainment